Yo, yo, what it is, what's poppin', son? Yo, we got another episode of the Father Bucket Protocol popping off right now on the road in AC. <laughs> yo, what's up, man? This is Dean Edwards, man. Thanks, thanks as always for checking us out, tuning in, uh, listening. Shout out to my man uh, Andre Kim, who just uh, he just told me he he just like binged a bunch of these episodes. He hit me with a with a, a message earlier uh, this week. He was like, "Yo, I just I, I just uh, binged a bunch of episodes, and, and I'm enjoying um, the one. I think he was listening to the ones with uh, with Judah with Judah Friedlander. Him reading his message. He was like, he's like, "Yo, I've been binge listening to the Father Morgan Protocol like crazy lately, man. LOL. Judah interview is one of my faves." Appreciate that, man. We always appreciate the love. And uh, before I go even further, man, welcome, welcome my guest. Harris is a sucker because he was supposed to do another one as well. But, you know, he was like, but we just did one a month ago. I was like, well, you could do one too. Right. Lazy. Just talk, just talk about something. Yo, anyway. Anything. <laughs> got my man John Moses in the building. John, how you doing, fam? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, and thanks. In thanks your for hotel being. room. Yeah, 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 yeah. In yeah. your pajamas. In my, in my shorts. These are just. <laughs> right, but you slept in them. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Oh, actually, you didn't. Oh. I actually sleep naked. Oh, okay. Um, well, then. You know, well, well, TMI? No? I Any, take it back. Anyone? <laughs> Bueller? Bueller? <laughs> no, and I, I threw. You know, it's funny. I actually threw on the shorts. Because I decided I'm gonna let y'all know something. So and by the time uh, this this uh, podcast goes up, it, it's it'll already be on Instagram. But I was sitting in here bored, and I finished drinking a bottle of water from the from the comedy club uh, <laughs> and, uh, because you don't want to pay for anything. Comics are, are notoriously cheap. Are we cheap or just no, no, frugal? No. Yeah, I don't think cheap is the right word yeah. because I mean, you know, some of the comics I know are like the best tippers around. Right, that, because that like, is true. You catch a waitress, you know how hard she's you working, and, you, and you're hanging out with them anyway, and they're right. all your friends. Right. But you're right. If like if there's something for free, exactly, then we're taking advantage of it. Exactly. To the point where maybe it's not going to be free for the next person. Right. right yeah, well, <laughs> we might. We might wreck it. We'll, we'll get back to that because <laughs> that's there's a good point behind that. Um, so I was sitting. I I said. I went and threw my bottle to the uh, little trash bin near the uh, dresser with the TV, and I said, "Oh, you know what? Because everything's so you record everything is so, uh -huh. everything is on social media." So I said, "Oh, you know what? Let me let me record this." And I said to myself, and this this little tidbit, I said to myself, "I'm going to record a couple of takes, and if it goes fine, and if not, forget it." Right. Mm -hmm. So I did my first shot. <laughs> It it just missed, and I even count. I said, later. "That's take one." Yeah. I did take two. It went in. I was like, "Yo, this is yeah. fire! I'm yeah. nice." But I made sure I put shorts on because I didn't want to be be in the video right. uh, in boxers or right. boxer briefs, and you know. And then your uh, dick shadow or your dick right, shape right, right. Yeah. The shades, the lighting in the room is is terrible. Right. Um, uh, but then. I said, oh, you know what? I should have done it in slow motion. Yeah. And since then, and it was in Star Wars, which I'm a big Star Wars junkie user. So I'm like, oh, this is perfect because I can use the force and the whole nine. <laughs> yeah. And kept, kept just missing it, right? Yeah, yeah, kept yeah, just yeah. missing it. As soon as I did, one time I almost made it. I forgot to press record. And I yeah. said, you know, maybe it's just not meant to be, Dean. Uh-huh. Just not meant to be. It's, it's like trying to get a good tape to submit somewhere. Oh. <laughs> You're like, oh, God damn it, man. Yeah. This joke. Didn't 
hit the way it was supposed to hit. Yeah, have you ever have you ever been making a a, a, a tape, recording a set for something, anything, whether it's submission, uh-huh. um, whether it's for uh, representation, whether it's for a comedy festival, whether it's for you know one of those NBC diversity type things? You well, know? I don't get to do that. Right? No. <laughs> as, as I said, diversity. That's I was a like, white man. Well, you get you get everything else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, but have you ever been making a, a record? And it's funny we even use old nomenclature because we say, have you made a tape, tape. but it's really... Nobody's made a tape in No one's years. made a well, tape ten anyway. in forever. You just, right. you record yourself right, right, and put right. it on Vimeo or whatever. Right. It's funny. I, re- I know like garbage bookers who up until like maybe eight, ten years ago, it's like, no, send a physical CD. Ugh. Because it's like, well, you can't just watch a YouTube link, dude. Right. You're so stuck in your right. old ass ways. Right, right, yeah. That you can't, you know, just click, open an email and click on it. So you got to open a package and watch right. all that right. time. Right, I need to feel special. I know, I know. I, I got to get, why do I sound like Gilbert Godfrey? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, throw them in the garbage. I, I throw them in the garbage. <laughs> so have you ever been making a, a, a video and... And it's killing. You're like having a city of life, and uh, then something simple, like a a, oh a tray falls, or someone has a heart attack, like something that oh totally ruins. Okay, so this happened very recently. I was doing a show in Connecticut with uh-huh. uh, one of my one of my best buds, mm-hmm. Chris Clark, and I was shout out to Chris Clark. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's my guy. And, and snacks. Um, yeah, yeah. We're, we're actually doing something, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. So I just got this camera that I was showing you. Okay. And I was trying to get this bit on sexual harassment and, like, the Me Too movement. So okay. I was just, just for that purpose, I've been recording everything. Okay. And then um, I walk up there, and there's, like, a guy. It's not a comedy club. It's, like, a, a wedding hall. And the way that the it's all seated, it's not seated, you know, optimally. It's not conducive to comedy. Yeah, it's not yeah. optimal, but right. still. So there's a guy who's just drunk and he's disruptive. And because it's not a comedy club, nobody's telling him to shut up. Right. You know, and I get on in the show at about the hour 45 mark. And truthfully, the show should be over mm-hmm. at that point. People are getting drunk. Is it, is it, is it, uh, is it a, a black show? No. Okay. No. No, and, and, and for those that don't know, the reason I say that is because uh, black shows, and when I say black, anything on the quote unquote chitlin circuit where they're, they're it's sure. majority black audience or 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 urban audience, I should right, say, black right, right. Latino and, and, and poor and, and poor Eminem sounding white people, right? Exactly, <laughs> like me. Right? <laughs> he said it. Um, and so those are the type of shows that the flyer says the flyer will say you know says everybody that's on the show. Then it'll say special and special right. guests in case. Capone or talent might happen to be in right. uh, Hartford, Connecticut that night. You know, right, right, right. And, or, or you know, the kid who just started doing comedy who brought everybody in his family. Right, <laughs> right. You know, and and those shows never started. The, the shows say sh- yeah. doors open seven thirty, showtime at eight. Next, you know, the show doesn't start till nine. Right. Uh, the host instead of just doing fifteen minutes now does a half hour because they're from up there and they right. want to prove to everybody that. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And so now you're and not their going. Local on references are killing. Dude. Are killing, and you're they like get to that personal story about the guy, the store owner that everybody knows. <laughs> oh, right. forget about it. And then you don't go until 11. Right. So it's not one of those shows. Right, right, right. It's not. No, it okay. wasn't. It wasn't. Um, okay. But still, it ran, but, it, but it was one of those shows in that bunch of local guys, everybody getting time. Oh, okay. Nobody really respecting the light. And if, right. like, if you got five comics on the show and nobody respects the light yeah. and everybody goes three to five minutes over, you've just added 20 to 25 minutes yeah. on the show, you know? Yeah. 
So I get up there, and really the show's supposed to be over. And um, but there's a guy who is now drunk who should have been removed. If it was a comedy club, he would have been gone. Right. And he has disrupted the entire show. Okay. And so I went up and smoked them. Okay. For five and a half minutes. Like the, my first five and a half minutes were just on him, and I was not nice. Because you're also, you're, emotion wise, you're pissed. Yeah, I was pissed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris had just gotten off stage, mm -hmm. and like, um, and you know, that guy was talking all over his set. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, so I went up and I smoked him. I probably did 12 minutes on him total, like sprinkled uh -huh. throughout the set. Right, right, right. So, anyway, I had the camera set up because I was trying to catch that show, and I was like, oh, man, I just got the best heckler clip. Nice. Yeah. I get off stage. I'm pumped. Yeah. I'm pumped. It was like I felt like a gunslinger in the right, old west. Right. And you blowing the smoke off. Oh, dude. Pistol. Yeah. People were going, man, that was nuts. And then I went to Chris. I was like, you get that? And he's like, yeah, I got everything after the first five minutes because ah. I had to move the camera. I'm like, dude, I'm going at it with a heckler, and you moved the camera. Why would you do that? To Why me? didn't he leave it recording? Exactly. Oh, exactly. Jeez, jeez. I'm so Chris. 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 Oh. Chris, you 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 blew it. Yes, that's what I'm saying, Chris Christopher Clark. I just saw Chris was uh going to, he had a video. You know, it's funny. There's other thing about social media. It's funny. He, he had, I was like, did Chris just book something big because he had something with some model was was uh yeah. was in the the still. And I was like, oh, oh Chris is because I saw when he was flying to Florida. Yep. Um, to do whatever he was doing, I was like, "Oh, that's dope." Chris is uh is is building now. Did you and Chris yell yell? Because I actually it's fun. Now that you say that, you're right. I know y'all have been tight for a long time. Yeah, yeah, we've been yeah we've been hanging out pretty uh pretty regularly for you know probably eight nine years or whatever. Did did you both because he's my Harris. <laughs> he's, he's he is your Harris Stanton. <laughs> um. Ha, did you both sort of come to New York City around the same time? No, you, you know what? I, you know, I'm from Canada, but then when I moved to the States, I was in Massachusetts when I bought and fixed houses. Right, right, right. He was in Connecticut. Right, that's what I So figured, we would so. just do some of the same shows, right. and then I moved down to New York, and then he was still coming, and, right. and that's that's how that worked out. Oh, okay, okay. Chris actually booked the commercial, which is why he was down there. Oh, good for him, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good, good. I'm always, I'm always, ha and, and uh, I think it's for uh, Checkers, you know, the fast Yo, food Oh, yeah, I know chain. Checkers. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good for him, man. Congrats. Congrats. Grilled cheese sandwiches late at night at Checkers. Yeah, we we all do. You <laughs> know, road, road uh, etiquette is funny because you're... Um, Yo, we've been hanging all week. We're, we've been at the uh, the Borgata, um, what's the name of it? The, the Music Box. It's, right. it's this wonderful theater, uh, holds close to a thousand, a thousand yeah. seater. Yeah. And, um, and they, get, they got close a couple of nights. Yeah, yeah. They know? got close a couple of nights. Hold on. I think room service uh, is here to turn my sheets, which ain't happening. Hold on. <laughs> this is about to be a little Me Too moment. All right. Don't don't you dare edit that out. Tell me here's what's funny. <laughs> I, I don't edit. And no. so rarely do I and, and I'm gonna let y'all know something. Because this is our final uh night in the hotel and they've been like one or two days where I was like, I don't need why yeah. am I standing? I don't need them to come clean it. But I'm like, you know what, I, I normally will tip I'll I'll leave like a twenty dollar tip for the uh for the week. For the for the week, right. you know. If I if I'm there 
three to four, three four days, and we've been here. It'll be a total of what seven. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it twenty dollars, but I, I need you. To, I need to feel like you earned that. Yeah. And so I'm like, you my last night. I want to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come yeah, back yeah. to the same way. A nice bed. I want. I want you know new towels or whatnot. I don't even use most of them, but I just it's the feeling. I want to walk in and smell that 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 fragrance that they spray down on the rug. To make me feel like it was clean. Exactly. Hashtag petty. We, we I sometimes will do it night to night because it's not always going to be the same lady at the end That's of the week. That's true. Right? That's true. But I'm not. I'm, it's usually three to five bucks. Mm-hmm. And I, if I'm being honest with you, it's mostly three. <laughs> <laughs> now is it five if you if you don't have if you don't have change? Of course. Of yeah. course. So you're like so you sit there and you see the five. You're like, ah, well, she did. Dude, that's give me extra yeah, motion. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, and then, and then I but then, but then I raid the supply cart on the way out. Oh, I'm I like, raid. I, and I'll tell them too. I'll be like, "Listen, I just tipped you five dollars. Yeah. We got to stick it to the hotel together right now." Ah, I'll that's take funny. All of the that's notepads funny. and be like, "These are mine." <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about taking the notepads. Yeah. I, I normally get. I always take pens. Um, I'll do the pens and I'll do the lotion uh, because, as as a black male, yeah. is it doesn't ever hurt to have extra lotion. You know what though? What I'm learning is that. It never ever hurts to have extra lotion for anybody. No, it doesn't. That's a part of your not. I mean, obviously the thing is like the sun. Yeah, you do much better in the sun than me. I'm one of the whiter people uh-huh. that you'll come across. <laughs> a ginger has yes. it for yes. <laughs> uh, but just like in general, just to be youthful, you should be yeah. lotion in the fuck. You should hydrate, hydrate your skin, and and yeah. and for me. I you know I know when when a hotel has spent money on decent lotion because uh-huh. a lot of a lot of um, hotels have watered down lotion uh-huh. in that they have they they might have a decent lotion but there's just enough water right. so when you use it right. you still feel a little dry it, it after the lotion dries you feel a little cracky like mm. you're you're moving it feels tight yeah. and it doesn't it gives you like a surface level moisturize right, right. but it doesn't go deep see I'm lotion one one. This is like uh-huh. a lotion advanced class. Well, you that know that, right especially now. because I'm a, I'm a darker skinned male right. and or darker skinned person, and so I grew you up. Know, you can identify as a male. It's not. Yeah, uh, yeah you it's know. Still, it's still fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to say gender fluid. Yeah, yeah. As a gender fluid person, a darker skinned gender fluid person. <laughs> but but so I, I testosterone. Right. I'm used. I'm used to. I remember you know days where if I didn't lotion properly. You know your friends with yo. You look like like sandpaper. You know you <laughs> damn your skin dries, yeah, yeah. huh? You ashy. And so I'm very very self conscious and aware to always like I I probably have like four or five different uh, lotions from four or five different hotels in, in my luggage right thing. there, right. just in case because I always have it. I normally bring my own Aveeno, but every so often. The last time I went on the road, I'm like, oh, I've meant to get new new lotion, and I didn't get any. That's a big. That's a fairly big bottle. That gets through security, all right. That's uh, that one. TSA. That's that's a luggage check. Right. Okay. That's, I oh, I, okay. I also get the the small. I think they're three ounce, two point five or three ounce. Right. Um, and those usually last me like. See, that's we're we're at different places in our career because I can never afford a luggage check. Oh. <laughs> well, let me. <laughs> I squish everything into that carry on to like when you open it, it pops out yeah. like a like a snake in a can. It's like. <laughs> I also and 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 I implore you and any comic that's that's listening when you get to a point, not even. If you if you can if you when you get to the point where you're going on the road enough and 
everyone should should get they should cover the travel. That's that's right. a given, right? And if you can get them to route you on a particular airline, and it doesn't hurt to ask, right? But if you can get them to route you on to, you can say, oh, you know what? Uh, uh, would you book my flight on Delta because um, I get I get um, mileage with them and then possibly upgrades. And usually people are like, yeah, sure, with given enough time. I know right. sometimes if right. if they're booking you a week out, they're like, you know, we yeah, we yeah. we go through Southwest right. and, and Frontier and Spirit, yeah. right? right. Uh, but then what happens? I I don't I check luggage because I have I have a. Uh, not only merch, but I have miles with them, and so I'm, I'm right now. I'm I'm gold. I, I've been platinum for the last couple of years, but I'm gold because last year I fell short. Delta added a new thing where you have to spend X amount of dollars per per year on uh, on on flights, and that's that that was newly instituted within the last two years. So. The year before, I had made it um, and had rollover to, to 2017. And last year, I was trying, I was attempting to get somebody to book me anywhere at the end of the year because I only needed like 300 more dollars spent. I, I, you need 75,000 miles uh, traveled for for platinum. Right. So I was probably like 80, 80 something thousand, but. Only I think nine thousand dollars right. have to be spent on flights during the year. Nine thousand dollars spent and seventy-five thousand miles, and I had eighty something thousand and eight thousand seven hundred and thirty dollars spent on travel. So, and I was like, "Can I just? I'll give y'all the the two hundred and seventy. They were like, "Nah, it doesn't work that way. You have to." And and no you nobody just booked the ticket and not showed up. I and even that they they now get you. You have to the the flight has to be taken. Oh come on, man. Yeah, they they because so they let me know. tell you this straight. I'm paying you three hundred dollars, not putting my ass in the right. seat, yeah. saving you a little bit of money on fuel. Yeah, yeah, You're right, right, right. Comfort for somebody else. Right, You're not going right. to give it to me. And I'll, so, what's I'll, the benefit though? The benefit to uh, being platinum over gold. Um, just uh. Little things like uh, if 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 I take my family on vac if we go on vacation and, and I buy us all um, if I if I get uh, if I buy all the tickets and then I get bumped up to economy plus they all get bumped up too okay. and if I get if I get bumped up to first class I could bring like one of them with me like just little fringe and also you just it, it's nice to go up first ahead of, ahead of uh -huh. people and. You get you get more priority with each level, so silver, right. gold, platinum, and so someone with platinum status is going to get bumped up to first class more okay. often than someone on gold. So okay. so if I, if we're both flying out of if we're both flying to Chicago from JFK, and someone is platinum and I'm gold. The person that's platinum is going to get uh, get um, priority service and get bumped up first. Okay, you know, which sucks, but you know, nah, it's, well, it, it sucks know, if, if it, it sucks when when you you're used to platinum and then suddenly you're gold. Right. Oh, right, right. right. <laughs> you know, it doesn't suck. I, yeah. I, I thought you meant for everybody else behind you. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. For them, I could get give it a together. Damn. <laughs> I could give a damn about uh, about everybody else. So anyway, yeah, like I was saying, we uh we've been at the Borgata um. All week, it's a it's a nice gig. It's nice, uh, yeah. nice accommodations. Speaking of some of the things you were saying, because um, comics aren't. I was joking. Comics aren't cheap, but we. 
I mean, there are some, and that yeah, and yeah, I mean, sure. but they're cheap people everywhere, right? You know? Exactly. I think I think it's a matter of, uh, for instance, they um w- when they when they book you, they say you know what, you have access to the uh, employee cafeteria, right? And I think. Everybody that comes, I know myself, you, and Harris. We all were like, I don't want to eat with no damn employees <laughs> of, of the of of the uh, casino. Yo, they had some good food These down drinks. there. Well, uh, you know, speaking to like you getting the extra free waters and taking it back to your room. Yeah. I tried to take my kid to the employee only First zone. day, day one. <laughs> day one. And they were like, you can't bring somebody else back here. And I was right. like, but it's just a kid. She's not even going to eat anything. Right. She's going to have like one brownie. Right. And me and my child were escorted by security out of That's the- That's crazy. <laughs> out, out of the employee lounge. And and then they- For a milk and a fucking brownie. And then they had the audacity to say, yeah, what's your name? They wanted to take your name oh, yeah. because they want to snitch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a phone call. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and listen, Harris and I did suggest to uh, John when it happened, yo, let let the booker know in advance, yeah. just preemptively, uh, because if they took your name, chances are they're going it's, to... It's kicking it up. Yeah. yeah. And sure enough, they did. Less yep. than less yeah. than 12 hours later. Yeah. The next oh, yeah. Morning. I woke up to a message on my phone. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But but they understood. Right. And the booker's a cool, yeah. cool-ass dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he was just like, well, you know, just so you know. Right. And he even said, listen, dude, it's not me. It's, right. it's the place. And right. I was like, believe me, the way I was looked at when I was there with that kid, I'm not doing it again. Right, right, <laughs> not, right. You know? And and respect to, you know, for, for those that don't know, John John has a, a, a daughter. How's three? Three, yeah. She's three years old. Um, On Sunday and then over the weekend, you brought your family up here because you live relatively close. Yeah, I'm like to- an hour and 20. So he's been he's been commuting, committed, committed dad. I, yeah. Look, that makes me look, I ain't I ain't yeah. <laughs> No, but my kids, my children are older, so I don't have to uh yeah, right, make, right, make right. that and, trip. And me and my wife sort of split the like basically Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I take care of my kids oh, okay. during the day. Okay, okay. You so know. you can work on the weekends. Yeah, I'm working on the weekends and I can go out at night if okay. if I uh if I got something to do and if I've got the uh the energy, right, right, mm-hmm. right. Now, <laughs> now, how? When did don't you? Let, st- don't, don't let there be a couple of games on, dude. Right. I'm like, forget it. <laughs> now, when did you? Uh, you know, we, we. I always like hearing people's bio, as uh-huh. do the uh, the you know, for the mucking fam that listened to the uh, show. Where you started? You're from Canada originally. Yeah. What? What? Uh, Toronto. Yep. Okay. T dot. Shout out to the T dot. Mm. The cleanest city in the Americas. Because that's. That's what it, I, it is. Damn clean. Yeah, it's, it's although San Fran's pretty, pretty, pretty clean too. San Fran is yeah, clean, but a lot of semen. On although, the, no, yeah. <laughs> although I didn't go to the, I didn't go to the bad part. Somebody was like, "Oh, you must have stayed yeah. downtown." No, I, I've, 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 I've seen, I've yeah. seen some areas. Yeah, of, maybe, of, maybe the, uh, maybe the junkies have uh, rolled around uh, on the sidewalks yeah. and muckied it up a bit. Yeah, a wee bit, a wee bit. <laughs> now, what? Um, were you a funny kid? Yeah, I mean, always getting in trouble, and, uh-huh. you know. And jerking around uh-huh. and being inappropriate even back then. What, what sort of trouble? Because you were like, you, and the reason I bring that up is because you and I, in talking, yeah. I didn't realize that you were a scrapper. You, you were. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 came a little later. Okay. Um, you know when it, basically when I started drinking, I started fighting. Okay. But, okay. Um, but just as a kid, like I was always, you know, a smart ass, class clown, right. smart ass, whatever you right. want to say. I remember, um, I remember my, I think I was five. And my mom said, "Don't be a smartass." And I was like, mm-hmm. "I'd rather be a smartass than a dumbass like you." Oh, right, right. body blow. And I remember body that blow. was—I remember that was like the first like comeback, like the first snap I ever had. Did you know? 
<laughs> now, did a, a, a slap come attached to it or no? No, no. Yeah, see? I don't think so. <laughs> and besides the lotion, yeah, the, right. this, is the, this is the difference. Because <laughs> when white people talk back to their parents <laughs> yeah, yeah. versus black people get and immediately, <laughs> I, and you, you said you were five, six years old? Yeah, maybe. Oh, dude, that was, that was so... Yeah, it was a fresh So brazen. She probably enjoyed it though. But but as you said it, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, yo, that's kind of, as as a parent, you're like, it's kind of clever. Yeah. It's kind of clever. Oh, my kid already says some things to me and I'm oh, like, really? oh man, that makes me laugh. Yeah. I can't give you any examples. But even um <laughs> it's funny, we went to a soul food restaurant last night. Uh uh-huh. and it was me and my family. And out here? Yeah, yeah. Where? Uh, what this was place it? Kelsey's? Oh, I might have to look that up. It was good. Yeah, was good. okay. And so we go. And of course, and the the waitress goes, oh, "Would you like some mayonnaise?" And I was like, "Really?" I mean, yes, because <laughs> <laughs> it was a burger, right? Right, 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 right. That's so, funny. So, but then like Mary starts acting up, uh-huh. and she's just hitting. I said, "We've taken Mary to restaurants since she was six months old, okay. and like." My wife's family has always been like, oh, you better enjoy this time because she's not going to be able to go to a restaurant and sit still in six months. And that's just never been the case. Our kid's always been well-behaved. Mm-hmm. Since the, she was nine months, Okay, we have gone to every kid's movie that's come out in the theater, mm-hmm. and she has sat through them. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, like she's, she's a that's pretty cool. attentive kid, but last night she starts getting up and running around, mm-hmm. and like we're the only white people in the restaurant. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, this so you're is getting such the- a stereotype. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. It's like my child would have sat down and sat right. through this meal, been well behaved, and right. I'm like, "Oh God, Mary, please don't right. make me be over disciplinarian right. right now, just so right. I don't look like a stereotype." Right, you know? right, right. That's funny. Um, but yeah, so I was always like shoot my mouth off. I remember in class I had to miss like a school trip, okay, because I made a joke, and the teacher oh. was like, "That's it." You're not going on the trip. And where was, was like, the trip to? Wait, what? Do you remember where it was yeah, to? Yeah, like some sleepaway camp oh. some, for a week, some class sleepaway camp. And she was just waiting to, she didn't like me anyway, you know? So she, she she'd waiting. been she'd been baiting and waiting oh, for exactly. you to do something yeah, wrong just so she could. Wait, you know? Uh, we all had that teacher. Uh-huh. Mine was Miss Levine. Mm. Had her in first grade, and she hated me so much that she moved up to third grade when I was in third grade. I, I actually, when I was a kid, I was like, I really said that to myself. I was like, damn, she hated me so much in first grade. She came and wound up as, as my third grade teacher. I was so, uh. Yeah, yeah, right. She She's was, like, Miss Levine was mean. Edwards. She was, she did not like, I remember one, uh, Mr. Edwards. And, and she said, one, because I, I was very sloppy, um. And you know we you had the same class in homeroom, and so my 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 drawer was a mess. Uh-huh. And I remember her saying, "You're gonna have to be rich one day, or because you're gonna need a maid." I was like, "Well, I guess I am gonna be rich." I, like I, I gave because she just she bugged me, yeah, you know. Right. And she might you know it's like looking back, she might have been a nice person and just wanting me to do better, right? But right, you know, and getting frustrated, and how can you express that frustration, right? Through like a, a a filter of not being overly aggressive right. and not having like the right. not being able to shake somebody right up, you know right right yeah but I, but look back in yeah. in the heat of it I was like oh, oh yeah I can't stay in this <laughs> stay in up yeah Miss Nielsen was the the teacher that hated me uh uh-huh. I, I remember what I said too to the I was like. She asked like a math problem and I didn't get it and then she puts me on the spot and then I was like, "Well, why don't you ask Tuyet? She's Asian. They're good at math." And that was like <laughs> Did the crowd laugh it. or did you get a oh? Probably half and half. Okay. My whole right. career has been that. Bro. Right. 
<laughs> it's, it's been half last and half. <laughs> no, he did. Yeah. <laughs> what was uh was your school um like very uh forward and in, in, interracial? Because I know Toronto is pretty pro- pre- pretty progressive and yeah. and mixed. Yeah, I mean it is, but there was still there wasn't a ton. There was many more like Asians were the majority minority. Okay, okay, you know? okay. And then there was you know you got a few black kids. Okay, and. Uh, they all played hockey. The funny thing about Toronto is, like, once black kids hit puberty, uh-huh. they all picked up, like, a fake Jamaican accent. Well, I was I was about to say, I know Toronto, similar to Brooklyn yeah. and, and parts of the Bronx and even Queens, uh, Toronto is, is a major... Uh, Stop for yeah. West Indians, right? You know right. that's what Carabana is like a big thing up, yeah, up there oh, yeah, in Toronto. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, so you was, have uh, Trini, you have yeah. you have Jamaican, you have Guyanese. Jamaican's probably the big one there. Okay, just okay. like you know, and then the Haitians go to Montreal because they speak French. Right, 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 right. It's a little right, easier, right? Right. And um, everybody, honestly, up until up until I'd say the, the Fujis. If you were West Indian, most, I know in the Americas, most people just assume if, if they heard an accent, they were like, yeah. oh, you're from Jamaica. No, I'm from St. Croix. You know, yeah, I'm but Jamaica, Jamaica also is, um, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know how to say like more like flamboyant, but it's just such a, like, a strong culture uh, yeah, strong. that it's like, you know, it's like Ireland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, right. Coming right. out of the other way. Like if, if you're white and you've got some red hair, everybody's like, oh, you're from Ireland. And it's right. like, well, actually, you know, Scotland. Scottish, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Scotland and England produce a lot of redheaded white kids too. You right. know, like I'm actually not very Irish. I'm right. much right. more Scottish. But people okay. see the red hair and they're like, oh, Irish, right? And I don't even bother to correct you're them. Scottish. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Scottish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so everybody picked up this like. 13-year-old right. Jamaican accent. No, you don't in my cannon. Yeah. My stepsister at the time, um, who uh, would only date black guys, Okay, she picked it up. Really? And so she's in the house walking Yo, around a 13-year-old white funny. girl speaking Jamaican. <laughs> and then my dad married a Jamaican woman. Who, oh, uh, that's... Like his, his third That's wife. why you and Chris Clark get along so well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, my, my my dad's wife loved Chris at the wedding. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. You know, she's you know, it's, it's always it's like being Canadian in the United States. Somebody's like, oh, I'm from Canada, and it's like, boom, you instantly got something to talk about. Right, 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 right. right. So, um, but I remember when my my stepsister, you know, the with the fake patois accent right. or whatever yeah. it's called, met my dad's wife. And she starts turning on the Jamaican accent, Uh-oh. and she's like, "Oh, Georgia, oh man, you want me to cook some salt fish and some ackee uh, or whatever?" And I was just looking at her, and like, <laughs> my dad's wife didn't miss a beat. She was like, "Oh yeah, blah 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 blah." But I was just looking at her, like, "Where did you grow up? Right. We cut it out." <laughs> I just pictured. You ever write a movie that's just a footy <laughs> yeah, scene? Yeah, you're yeah. you're the you're the only one. <laughs> you're just sister. Your dad has a preference for it. Yeah. You're like, what's going on? Here? I know. I know. It's that scene for Poltergeist. What's happening? Yeah, there's a very it's a very weird family dynamic. Oh, dude. That's, Somebody asked me like, do you ever watch Shameless? I'm like, no, I lived it. I don't have to revisit ah, it. That's know? funny. That's funny. Right. I I used to watch that show. I just had I I, I was talking to someone. Two weeks ago, was a buddy of mine, uh, Max. Um, uh, we we were having a conversation at the dinner dinner party at their house, and uh, it hit me. Showtime shows, Showtime and HBO, have mm-hmm. always been like the two main 
uh, cable rivals. You right. Know? And Showtime being the Pepsi to Coke, HBO being Coke. Right, right. right. And it hit me. Showtime has some not only great shows, but shows that last. Shameless has been on, what, like seven, eight years. Been on a long uh-huh. time. Used to watch Shameless, right? Used to watch House of Lies with Don Cheadle. Uh, um, really good comedy, right? It's a good show. Um, and they've had a couple of shows on on their network over over the Homeland course of time. recently was something. Homeland, I used like to watch Homeland. 60, me too, right? Me too. And I, but the difference between HBO and Showtime, and I don't know, it can't, it cannot be branding, or it's something attached to branding. HBO shows. If I watch a show on HBO. It becomes must see TV where right, of I'm scheduling. Game of Thrones is on on Sunday, oh my God. so I'm going to watch Game of Thrones. And then, if depending on the time of year, it it comes out. Maybe Curb Your Enthusiasm is on uh-huh. with it, so I know I have a a, a 90 minute block of time uh-huh. locked down. And God forbid, Game of Thrones does a special like 90 minute episode. Right. So now I got to I got to uh, yeah. set the DVR, but I don't have to set the DVR because they'll just push back Curb to 10:30. Um. Showtime, as much as they have, like, Homeland, I wrote with Homeland with two seasons uh-huh. consistently, and then there was a point, you DVR'd them, and I was like, oh, I'll get to it. And then the season passes, and then you have a second season. What's what's the one with uh, Liev Schreiber? Uh, uh, um, uh, and, and, oh, and, yeah, 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 the uh, something Ray Donovan. Yeah, Ray Donovan. Another show. Yeah. Really good show, entertaining, mm-hmm. but didn't lose interest, just kept saying, eh, I'll, get, I'll, to I'll get to it, and you never do. And do you find the same thing Dude, happens? Showtime is our shows you watch while you wait for the new season of the HBO show. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh man, they're gonna come back for six months. What right, am I gonna right. do? And it's like, oh, Homeland's on. It's not right, too bad. right, right. Why do you think that is? I mean, budget. You know, HBO's got a big, big budget. To Believe me, all those shows that you talked about want to go to HBO first. And right, then they probably don't true. get picked up, and yeah. like they've only got so many slots. And right, you know. So Showtime is the Mad TV to HBO's SNL. Exactly. Right. In right. every situation you can name, they are Reeboks to SNL's Nike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's wow. Well, okay. Um, so when did you decide? That you were gonna uh, get on stage for the first time, man. I was uh, I was nineteen. I've been doing this for almost twenty years. Oh wow, wow! And um, my dad actually pushed me to do it. Really? Yeah. In the midst of me like sort of figuring out what college I was gonna go to, he kind of brought home like a an advertisement for Yuck Yuck's new talent oh, night. Oh, Yuck Yuck! Like, oh, you should wow. go try this out. And I went and I killed. Uh-huh. I had a Tyson imp- impression that I did, and it killed. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Everybody probably did. But but um, you're, you're a white guy in Toronto doing an impression of Mike Tyson yeah. in the late '90s. I know that crushed everywhere. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yep. and then and then somebody got in my head, and I was like, "Oh, that's hacky," and I stopped doing it. You know, some older comic that was uh, probably jealous. But anyway, <laughs> um, I went up there and I and I and I did that, and I crushed with it. Mm-hmm. And one of the waitresses walked by my dad and said, "Oh man, your son's really good. He's going to be here a lot." Oh wow! And then I and then I took that to be like, "I'm the man." 
Uh-oh, uh-oh. And then I sat back and I was waiting for the club to Ego. call. Ego. Yeah. Oh, you were waiting for them to get yeah. at you instead of you aggressively yeah, pursuing exactly. them. exactly. And Hilarious. then three months later, I was finally called and I left my avails for like the show that way. And I'm like, hey, this is John Moses. I know you guys have been waiting for me. Oh, <laughs> man, dude. dude. But oh, I remember wow. being in high school calling at the payphone. Oh, man. You know? Wow. Wow. Yeah. And did they did they give you spots? No. no. I mean, they might have put me up there once or twice more. Uh, but you know what? I mean, there's, you know, a hundred other people calling it. Right, you know? right. If I was if I would have been the guy that was down there hanging out every Tuesday and looking hungry, right. they would have known my face and name, and then I would have right. called them and something would have happened. You but know? you didn't you didn't know you, right. you were too green to know right. that you your ego let you think they'd been waiting for three months for you to call. Yes. Like exactly. He, he finally the guy with the it's the, him. the redhead kid with, with <laughs> the, the with the Tyson impression. It's finally. Him. I really sucked when I first started. Well, uh, what, were, what was sort of like your first, aside from a, a, a brilliant uh, Tyson passable bit? Tyson bit? Oh, man, I can't even tell you. I know I, I know I did like a straight up street joke. Okay. That somebody, that I, you know, I tried to like rewrite a little bit. Right, so somebody right, right. flat out accuse me of being a thief, right? Right. You but added a, your stick. And that was my big closer. Oh, okay. You, know? you added a, a Jamaican accent to it as you. <laughs> as you just, You'll never hear this one. Two guys walking to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I definitely sucked. <laughs> um, in fact, if I if I saw me now doing stand up, then uh. I'd be like, oh, don't do this, dude. You're oh not, wow, you're not wow. going anywhere. <laughs> so what what kept, what kept you? Did you where did you start working up there? If if yuck yuck, I did. I I left Toronto when I was 22. Okay. And moved to um, Massachusetts. Okay. And was actually buying and fixing houses for six years. You were flipping houses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That what made why why Massachusetts? Like what made you? Cause, well, cause my those cousin are, lived there. My oh, cousin okay, lived there. Okay. And, and I have dual citizenship, right? Oh, because, okay, uh, okay. Because of my obvious Native American heritage. Oh, okay. And um, finding so, out so much. <laughs> what uh, what tribe? Uh, Ojibwe. Which okay, is, uh, Ojibwe. One of the uh, Six Nations Reserve up in Canada. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. I, 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 the first time I remember, I, I went to the reserve. I was like seventeen, and oh. one of my grandfather's sisters died. Mm-hmm. And so it's me looking white as shit. Mm-hmm. My younger brothers. We had to take two cars, uh-huh. and uh, we pulled up to a gas station, and this little kid. Couldn't have been more than six. Just like face full of sticky lollipop dirt. Mm-hmm. And he came up and he went, get out of here, you fucking crackers. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> you're like, I am a jumper. <laughs> I remember laughing so hard. <laughs> uh, I would have hugged him if he didn't have lice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Send letters yeah, or yeah. emails. To, no. So that, you know, And then we were like there in the hall after the ceremony. And every, mm-hmm. you could just feel the eyes on the table like, right. what is this Why white is he family here? doing right, here? Right. Um, so anyway. Did um, anyone explain to anyone at any time that, no, they, they're part of the family? I'm sure it got, I mean, you know. Everybody knows my grandfather married a white woman and had okay. white kids. Okay. You know? Okay. Like my grandfather was a, a native Canadian dude who was like five eight. My dad's like a six foot six white dude. So I'm oh, sure wow. they were looking at him like, uh, okay. I got news for you. This yeah. isn't your son. <laughs> right, 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 right. Right. Okay. But um so I got that I got the native I got American citizenship through native status. Oh wow. At the time the guy from Yuck Yucks was like, Listen, you've got like an urban edge to you. I think you'd do well in the States. Wow, that was nice of him to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't have to do that. Sure, sure. <clears throat> and um, but also it was his way of saying because I don't have any room for you here. Okay. Um, 
so I came down here and I was buying and fixing houses and doing comedy, sort of like one foot in it. It was right. more of a right. hobby, right? Because you you had a gig, you had a job, and so yeah. it's a lot easier to not really. Uh, and then, but also up in Western Mass, like if you got up three, four nights a week, it was a good week, right? You right. know, and then and very quickly you do everything that you can do. Right. You're like, oh man, how come this guy's not booking me on his once a month? Because he right. just did it two months ago, and right. he's probably getting a lot of repeat business. Okay, you know, okay. like. At best, you can come back and do it in six months, you okay. know? Mm-hmm. So I was buying and fixing houses, and my idea was always that I was going to get enough real estate mm-hmm. and live off the rents of the real estate right. so that I didn't have to, like, sleep on a couch and right. and suffer the starving artist life right. in New York you City. Had, you had a, a, what sounds like a pretty slick plan. I thought so. We, we all think so at right. 22. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I was 28. Uh-huh. And, uh, when somebody's... Futon. No. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy, 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 boy. better than that. Um, and then the stock market thing happened. You know, the whole yeah. um, mortgage thing collapsed. Yeah. And I had like five properties and I had some equity in five properties and it zeroed out. So I cashed. I was still able to get a little something out. Okay. And I cashed out and took 10 grand and walked away. Okay. And um, paid off some credit card and everything else. Jeez. And then, but uh, ten but grand essentially. Off of five properties, though. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Ten, 10 grand, you know, where I probably. Had seventy or eighty worth of equity before okay. that, you know. Wow, you know, up in Western Mass, price that were the prices were a lot different than New York. Of but, course, of course. But long story short, I was twenty eight and sleeping on couches, and I was like, man, I should have just been here when I was twenty two. But at the same time, I sobered up. Okay. During that time, if I would have went to New York at twenty two and being a drunken mess, right, I would have gotten beat up. Uh, arrested mm-hmm. and probably woken up next to a dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's honest. That's a, I was I was gonna ask if you if you mind us talking about because you you told us about um, yeah from your oh, yeah. substance. Uh-huh. How did you because it it was drinking and smoking. Yeah. And when when did you I guess start down uh, down that that road I guess was it, it when you were a teenager Yeah, when I was a kid, uh-huh. you know, my uh, I was probably thirteen when I first okay. really started to drink with older kids. Uh-huh. But but I had already known by the time I was thirteen, I had already tasted a couple of beers, right, and knew right, what it was right. about. Right, right, um, right. But I was like thirteen, and I started. And I remember it started drinking like I hated the taste of beer. Uh-huh. I would drink like those little apple ciders. Uh huh. You know, because it was an easy. It was. That's why I never. Really you know easy. what. Similar similar story. I uh, I tell I tell people. Like, well, you saw like Harris. Like this this guy doesn't. Drink. I'm like I don't drink. There was n- nothing alluring about right. it. You know, right. aside from seeing that Eddie Murphy didn't. And so I'm I'm in my mind. I'm like, well, if I I want to get to where Eddie is, he doesn't drink and smoke, so I don't drink. And so that was right. embedded in me. But then also, so you had this dream at a very young age. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, I, wow. I, since 12, 13 years old. Oh, you know, wow. I, I, I saw. I've, they've heard me say it on, on <clears throat> excuse me, the podcast numerous times. Uh-huh. I saw Eddie Murphy delirious and ran in my parents' room and said, that's that. That's what I want to do. That's, what, what, that's, <laughs> they were like, that's, nah, I don't And they were like, so. I didn't get a job. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. But then they saw I was serious and rated their, their record collection. And, and <laughs> They brought Mrs. Levine in. And like, your, your parents and Mrs. Levine and being like, listen. Derek, they had an intervention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they just, they, uh, they, they let me. Be that weird. I was already the weird kid that was, right. you know, mimicking cartoon characters, and right, right, right. Then Delirious just gave me someone else, to, and and you know, I was the kid that 
memorized the entire special and, and by Monday was was saying some vile right. <laughs> some, some vile things, you know, in uh-huh. in, in between classes like uh, he, you 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 know it'd be you know it'd be a funny Ralph Cramden and Ed Norton. Norton, my friend, how would you like to <laughs> me up there? You know, like that was me <laughs> walking the best, through the hallway. That's the best self edit sound I've ever heard. <laughs> Cause, uh, and that's the the rapper in me. The because they always have the <laughs> is that or the backwards? <laughs> they right. they do the uh, I remember. Seen delirious. I was probably about twelve, but it was the yeah. same thing. It was just like, ah. I, I think, I think for our generation, the reason Eddie was so, um, so, so we were also impressed by what Eddie Murphy did was because he was only twenty-one. Oh my god! He was, he was, he was less than a decade older oh than us. Oh my god! I was twenty-one when I was telling you how bad I sucked right. at comedy. Right, and you he's know. you know filling a stadium. Yeah, dude. being this dynamic dude, and, and, and you and, can't get a cooler. Can do than Eddie Murphy and Beverly Hills Cop one, dude. You can't, you can't, you can't. That dude, Axel Foley. Hey, Axel, Axel was a, Axel was what was great about Axel Foley was not only was he cool, but he was quick. Yeah, he was so quick, and he he made us all say. I think he made an entire generation of future comedy stars and legends say, "Yo, you know what? I don't have to. I can." I can be myself. I can be the smart Alex, smart mm-hmm. as whatever, and and find a way to make it work. You know, uh-huh. where's where's um, another generation? There are a lot of guys that like are our age or maybe slightly older that love Richard. I love Richard. Richard still to me, Richard Pryor live in concert, not live on the Sunset Strip. Sure. Live in concert um, still stands to me as the best stand-up comedy concert ever um, because. It still holds up. I can still watch yeah. Richard Pryor live in concert, and I'm still amazed at what he does. And what people don't realize, he followed Patti LaBelle. Oh, right. And Patti LaBelle is, is a magnificent, dynamic performer that you're like, you know, she's doing the Daddy Birds and, and yeah, yeah. rolling on the floor. And for Richard to say, nah, I want you to open for me, right. and then I'm going to follow that. Right. That's, you yeah, know, right. kind of, that. that's the type, that's like me saying, you know what, I want to I wanna do my comedy concert. But I want I want to follow I want Beyonce to right. open first or right. or Fantasia like put on the same because Beyonce is is like Beyonce you can't get Beyonce yeah <laughs> right I'm not gonna get Beyonce to open right. but getting Fantasia or even a Busta Ron Buzz like right. Busta who's so you know dynamic dynamic and animated and now you're gonna come out and hey and here's some jokes right. you know right and um yeah Eddie man I just that 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 that's special and I still can watch Delirious and laugh but Richard. Um, it, like Richard had, there were there were moments. There, there was a scene I always re- referred to in live in concert when he becomes a deer drinking water. Like uh-huh. he he's talking about going hunting with his pops, right? And, and then you you actually see him transform into a, a deer that's skeptical of. Wait, I, I know I heard something that's trying to drink but doesn't <laughs> want to get shot. And I just I, I think that's that that's brilliant uh, and shows how. How talented he was, not only as a performer but as an actor, you know. Right. But Richard always in what what Hollywood did to Richard is they took the edge off of him when they put him in movies when he became a, like a star right. in movies, with the exception of like Lady Sings the Blues, where he's you know like Piano Man, he was playing a serious role, or even uh, I think it was Grease Lightning um, from the Toy. 
to uh, 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 stir crazy, you know, Richard. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. Right. he was always he was always afraid. Yeah. Hey man, I, I don't want he, you know, Eddie was, that was co- the character that worked, and then they, and then they ran with it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Whereas Eddie, Eddie was in control. Mm-hmm. Like Eddie in Forty Eight Hours, which is really not a comedy; it's just an action movie, a buddy cop movie right. that has elements of humor. Same thing with Cop. Beverly Hills Cop One was was yeah, was was an action movie, right. but he was just so cool and funny. He was it. cool and funny. And it just like shown through. You right. put somebody else in that role. Because it was supposed to be Stallone initially. It was really? it was supposed to be Stallone. Oh my god! And think of what that movie would have been. Where, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get in this club. I'm looking for Victor Maitland. <laughs> it's my brother. <laughs> it was terrible. It would have been terrible. Oh shoot! So you you were drinking uh-huh. in 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 junior high and high school. When did it graduate to? Um... I don't probably you know probably like late high school. Mm-hmm. I was starting to like get real drunk and blacking out, and then just oh, wow. get into fights. And then me and my buddies would just cruise around looking for fights. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we cruise around looking to get laid first, but just... of course. But when what we a, lot, a lot more, a lot of, <laughs> lot of semen builds up, you know. That's it's, right. And 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 when you're young and dumb and full of it, yeah, you got to yeah, get it out. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I was probably like one of the more um, like combustible people in the pack. Like just basically, I would get drunk and you just didn't know what was gonna happen. Wow. You know, like was I gonna was I gonna fight a guy? Was I gonna whip my dick out of a bar full of people? Oh wow! Which, which I did a bunch. I was gonna say you said <laughs> yeah. you said that so so fluidly. I, yeah. I, I said okay, this is something well, here's that's the happened. Thing that we, I used to we used to do like it was a gag that we would run. Uh-huh. Like my buddies would be like, "Oh, John, man, do that baby brains trick," and then they'd be like, "No, I'm not doing the trick." And then he'd be like, "My buddy would go to a girl. He'd be like, you got to see this guy. He does this trick. It's so funny. It's like." Like makes his like the brain of a baby, and I'm like I'm not doing it, man. Just forget it. And then she's like, Oh come on, do the trick. And then like basically, the thing would be to make the people beg uh-huh. for me to do baby brains. And then I would turn around and I would take my balls I, and I'd I, squish them I, through I my exactly hand. Right. I'd squish them through my hand, right. and you would just see like my two fucking balls to right. the roof of my hand. <laughs> and I'd be like baby brains, and they'd be like, Oh for fuck's sakes, I just begged <laughs> to see this guy's balls for five minutes. <laughs> That's so right. So that's when the, when it was run properly, and that right. was and it was met with fifty percent horror, fifty percent oh my god, that's so funny. Right. If I was too drunk, I would just walk up to a, a random couple sitting at a bar and pull yeah. my balls out and go ah balls. <laughs> the card just fell out of your pocket. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> During your baby brains, uh, right? The baby my, brains, bitch. By the way, the act out did not involve my balls. <laughs> no, no, it did not. Uh, no, no deans were harmed during the uh, recording <laughs> yeah, of, this, right. of this podcast. So you know, so it was like or something like that or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. like making out with some random chick or uh-huh. slapping her boyfriend in the face. It was just, oh, wow. Wow. you know, it was it was always, we were always good to go. Okay. You know, okay. Um, so that probably took on for about four years, mm-hmm. and I started getting in trouble, like uh, getting arrested and stuff. Oh wow! Um, I woke up in a in a, like a jail cell. Dig it. Not Dig sure it. how I got there. Oh man! And my brother, who at the time was only sixteen was three cells down, and they were questioning him. They were going, how do you think your father's going to feel when he finds out that you and your brother are locked up in jail right now? So you didn't know your brother was in, in the jail with you, or you knew he was... You, I mean, you when woke I came up, to, like, came they were to talking him, to him. And you heard his voice. I heard them asking him. They're like, oh, how do you wow. think your dad's wow. going to feel knowing that you guys have been arrested and you're in jail right now? And then I said... He's going to laugh his head off. <laughs> and they came over, and they opened up the cell, and they went, pop, 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 and they oh, walked damn. me down a little bit. Yeah. 
And then, like, they eventually released me. Uh-huh. And then, but they released me to, like, my dad's, you know, to my dad's care with, the, like, the one condition. Mm-hmm. And I was supposed to go to L.A., like, the next day. And the one for... You know, hang out with some friends, do some okay. comedy. Okay. And the one. So you had so at this point, you're you're you are a comedian. Starting to, you're yeah. Starting to get on stage. Okay. So I, um, they released me to my dad's like care, whatever it is, mm-hmm. custody, and they say he can't drink though. So two weeks later, I'm at a karaoke bar mm-hmm. and I'm on stage singing, and I watch four cops walk in the back of the room, and mm-hmm. I was like, who are they here for? Mm-hmm. And I'm singing. I'm like literally thinking. What's your Who's karaoke go to at the time? At the time, I think it was probably uh, Elvis Presley, Suspicious Minds. Okay, okay. You know, would I was kill, close. It would kill him, Borgata. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I'm like, who who is the asshole? These guys are here for at and a they, karaoke bar. At a karaoke right. bar. So they're back there. I finish my song. They come up and arrest me on stage. Oh wow! And they're pulling me out. And the cop goes, "Hey man, pretty good job up there." And I, was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, thanks, thank you." So they put me in the back, the back seat of the car, and I'm I'm cuffed. And this girl that I was talking to in the bar, uh-huh. I just got her number. I had seen her there like two weeks before, and she was cute. And she came out, and she looked in the cop car, and I was like, "Call me!" And she just went ah, and took off running in the other direction. <laughs> this monster. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't know what I'm arrested for, you know. Right, she right, just right, saw right. this this whole big scene breakdown. Right. So there was many, you know. Instances like that. And the reason I was arrested was that I got in a fight with a cab driver at a stoplight. Okay. I wasn't even in the cab. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there was there a drink involved? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I was leaving an open mic that I was oh, running. Jeez, man. Yo. That would pay me in alcohol. They would pay you in drinks. Like, they'd be like, you oh, know, wow. you and the comics can drink. And I'd be like, open up a tab. And right. I would just... Get destroyed. So you were to do. This goes back to what we were saying earlier. How um, how comedy clubs or venues wind up getting limitations. You were you were the guy that was pushing. Oh my god! The, yeah. the generosity of the club, saying no, you guys can drink. You're like, yeah. Oh word! Because now yeah. if you go to most most clubs, um, will will give. Do you remember comics? The comedy yes. club and comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Com- I got to New York, they were. They probably had two years left in them. Okay, okay, yeah, because they were only open a couple of years. Okay. And comics, I remember when they they first uh, opened, and they had a great uh, menu, uh-huh. and, and they gave they fed you, they uh, paid you, and, and they gave you drinks. But I also noticed that there were shows that there were only three comics on, but there were seven comics in the green room yeah. eating. Yeah. And I remember saying, this ain't going to last. Right, right, this, right, this, right. This cannot last. Well, that's right. I mean, and I'm never the guy. And now, like, I've gone to shows, even a funny moment up in Hartford. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll always take care of you in the green room. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You know, get whatever you want. Oh, you want a dessert to go? Right. And I'm like, oh, that's very nice. Right. Okay. I would never have asked. Right. Okay. Right. It's there, like, and it's different when they, if they, if they, yeah. if they offer right. and you take versus... You just abusing. There's one comic who is hilarious, but uh-huh. he's like, "I'll take a steak and lobster and box me up one to go." It's like, oh, "Come on, dude, dude. You're, you're going too far. Yeah, yeah. You're not a name yet." Yeah, you know? yeah. That, that, and, and 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 I, I, I call people like that out. Like, dude, yeah. come on, dude. Lobster and steak. Come, yeah, right, right. Prime rib. Like, relax. Now this show though that I happen to be doing, mm-hmm. which I was, it was a great little room, and you know, it was people. Were, but that, but my only payment was maybe sometimes fifty bucks. Okay. 
and an open tab, right? Okay, okay. Which I took advantage of, but it wasn't to the point where they were getting hurt because I was packing that room every Tuesday. Okay. All right. And that's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They were they were getting a deal. Yeah. They they you they, know you, they were winning. Off, right. Off of your except name that and hard work. <laughs> except Uh-oh. that I would just get so drunk. Right. You know, it got to the point where it was. Uh, it, it became a, it just wasn't worth it. Right. right I remember right. one time in that bar, I was so drunk, I was going to fight a guy. I took a pool ball, and like wrapped it up. In something, and I was gonna hit hit this guy with the pool ball, uh-huh. and my dad was like, <sighs> "What the fuck are you doing, man? <laughs> what is who? Who are you? You know?" Y'all can't see my hand over my face, like John. <laughs> yeah. John, this is this is, uh, know, this, is this is worse than I expected. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and the, and the reason, the only reason I probe about the the, the substance abuse is because uh, I'm trying to think who we had on, and and I didn't even realize that they were a uh, recovering addict. But yeah. I, I I I I like for you all to share the, the story, only because. I know there are others out there that listen and, yeah, and can, yeah, yeah, can sure. heal through. Um, that's just I mean, I haven't, you, I haven't, I haven't, I'm almost 12 years clean and sober. That's, so. that's awesome, man. Congrats. And I always that's say dope. that uh, sobriety is like uh, being a Mormon with only one wife. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just like, oh boy. I have options, but I'm not using them. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Right. What, what, at what point did it get so bad? I mean, you just you spoke about blacking out. Yeah. Um, and whining, blacking out and waking up in jailing and hearing your brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't, that was nowhere near the point. Um, no. Really? And there wasn't a, t- I mean, there wasn't a ton of, um, there was never. It wasn't a single point. It okay, was just a okay. bunch of different, really shitty things just mm-hmm. lined up back to back to back to back to back. Right. Right. Um, but but st- the difference between say like heavy drugs right. versus li- liquor is legal. Right. Right. So you can go. You can. Well, I think that that. That actually is a part of the problem. I agree. You know, I agree. In that, no, and, I, and I'm not saying that the, there should be prohibition. Like, I no, actually think no. they should legalize marijuana. I agree. You know, marijuana is a gateway drug for people who are probably going to be become addicts no matter what. Right. You they, know? <laughs> people, people, yeah. people that bowl be, become addicts because they were going to become addicts. Yeah, yeah, right. right. It's not because they drink you right. know, while, on right. bowling night. You know? <laughs> right, right. If, if the bowling alley was close, they'd go play pool. You right, know? Like right, they'd, right, they'd right. find a way to do it. Right. Uh, but I got into like a bunch of hard drugs, wow. and I, w- I did a lot of ecstasy, which really, which really screwed me up. And um, was that because of a party? Also, coming because I don't smoke or drink, so right. it's, it's it's fascinating to understand. Um, I I I know like Molly is a big is is the party sure. drug now, right? Whereas ecstasy, ecstasy is was, the precursor was, to Molly, right? Okay, right. right. And Molly is like a pure form of ecstasy, apparently. Okay, and and is it more like a sexual drug? Like people take it to enhance sex, or to I don't think so. A- I mean, I think that sex is definitely better on it, but mm-hmm. I mean, people just take it to enhance everything. Really? You know? Okay. I remember the first time I took it, I was seventeen. And if you want to like, if you want to go even further back, like, well, then why did you do these things? Mm-hmm. I think you can make the argument that like people who had, you know, some sort of like trauma or fucked up childhood mm-hmm. are more often than not addicts. Once in a while. And not everybody who has a fucked up childhood resorts to it. You know, right, they right, somehow right. sort it out. Right. But most addicts have had some sort of fucked up childhood. Right. And mine was, and it definitely wasn't the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you find out when you start going to meetings and stuff like that too. It's like mm-hmm. you're, you're not, you know, you're not as special as you thought you were. You're nowhere near the right. bottom, but you definitely deserve to be there. Right. Um, but uh, but then also there are some people who have great lives. Mm-hmm. You know, like a like a spoiled rich kid 
who's right. got everything he's ever wanted handed to him. Has access to act, everything. And then somehow still becomes an addict. Right. And maybe it's because he was raised by his nanny and is always, you know, trying to get the attention of his father who was out working 80 hours a week. I right. don't know. Right, right, right. But, to, you know, to back it up, that's sort of why you turn to addiction in the first place is to is to fill some hole. You don't feel like you're good enough right. and also some like childhood pain that you're trying to that you're trying to cover up right okay so okay. um now i did do a ton of drugs mm-hmm. and towards the end of it you know i did a bunch of coke with my buddies mm-hmm. and then towards the end of it i was doing some of these things but like alone and by myself uh, and okay and there was one um one night i uh, a couple times i've smoked crack a couple of times okay and the okay. last night i smoked crack um I was at this bar. I was by myself after a show. I got drunk. Mm-hmm. And then I was walking down the street, and this lady comes up to me, and she's like, hey, baby, mm-hmm. you want to come hang out? And I was like, all right. Oh, and then wow. so we went to this. She goes, come back to my place. I got a place we can go to. Mm-hmm. And we went there. Is this a, you're in New York by this point? I'm in Springfield, Massachusetts. Massachusetts, so okay. And, uh, and it was a crack shack. It was it was it was okay. like a it was a crack. It was like house. the Carter in uh in in New Jack City. I didn't see it. Oh, okay, but I All haven't right. seen it in a long time. Right. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like straight burnt out. Okay, like it was there was still power. Okay, but this okay. motherfucker was on the cusp. Right, right. like it, it it was a house that could have been condemned. I was fixing up properties at the time, and I was looking at that place <laughs> like, might as well knock this down. You go you go, <laughs> you go into the crack house, and you're like, oh, hey, you guys could have done so much with this property. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Ah, that's funny. So we're um, so we sit down, and I'm with this lady. As soon as we walk in, sorry, there's an old woman, probably in her 60s, mm-hmm. getting eaten out on the kitchen table Okay. by a dude, and there's two guys behind her just, like, cheering it on, going, yeah, yeah, go, go, go. Okay. So in my mind, good, I'm like... Good dinner etiquette, yes, I guess, exactly. you know, an audience. Exactly. In my mind, I was like, well, this is interesting. <laughs> right. And so I sat down, and this... The girl, the woman sits on my lap, and she's an older lady, uh-huh. an older crackhead. Uh-huh. And she, we start making out mm-hmm. and smoking crack. Wow. And making out and smoking crack. And then we got to the point where we went to the bathroom, and she got naked. And I almost had unprotected sex with oh, her. Oh, gosh. What saved me was that she turned around and asked me for some money. Uh, and I was like, I don't have any money. I just thought you liked me. Uh, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then she like realized like how lost I was. Uh, and she was like, oh, man. You uh, <laughs> You really didn't know what was happening? Right, right, And then, right. so she's like, just, you know, get it together. And somehow, even though I was so drunk and I had smoked so much crack, almost having unprotected sex with this woman right. sobered me up in a heartbeat. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. And then she saw my panic, and she was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's okay. I'll, like, let's go. I'll leave with you. Oh, wow. So we left, and we got in my car, and she goes, I just got to make one more stop. And uh-huh. so I was like, okay. And so we turn around the corner. It's 4.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. 5 in the morning now. She gets out of my car, crosses the street, goes into another car, mm-hmm. and I just see her head dip beneath the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, I gotta go. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's how she paid for that crack that we've been smoking right. in between rounds of passionately kissing each right, other. Right. <laughs> so I've got, like, yeah. crack thick on my mouth. I was like, oh, God. Ah. And then I stepped on it and burned out of there. <laughs> And then I went to sleep, uh-huh. and I woke up, and the phone was ringing, and I picked up the phone. Did you brush your teeth before you went to sleep? Man? I don't remember, no, man. Playing. Probably not. <laughs> and I remember I woke up, and the phone was ringing, mm-hmm. and it was her. And she goes, baby? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I gave her At my number. <laughs> I gave her my real estate card, thinking we could do something with this house. <laughs> you really were in business mode. I really was. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Oh man. But that sobered sobered you up enough to what did you go did you go No, I don't and that wasn't even the end. But oh, it was okay. toward the end. Right, okay. Like you would think that would be enough to be like, okay, yeah. this has gone too far. But still it right. wasn't. Right. Because it was only a little bit worse than the last crazy story that I had done. Okay. And that's the thing. When, you con- when you're drinking and you're constantly using and stuff, you're constantly crossing lines you think you would never cross. Right. And right. then the next line doesn't seem that far away until you turn back and you be like, and you look and you're like, how the fuck did I get here? I, I wanted us to have the Star Wars soundtrack playing in the background. <laughs> There's a TIE fighter. Oh, it only goes up to 60. I don't know if y'all can hear that. <laughs> no. Him just okay. Go ahead. Now continue. <laughs> now is an adventure. Yeah, right. There's no more adventure. <laughs> crack wars. No, You're I'm just crack wars. <laughs> um, okay. So eventually, you 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 got it together and you and you and you cleaned things up and you said, yeah. I mean, I you know to... what? That was probably like the last year of me using. Okay. And then okay. so like it was like, but it wasn't like one event so much as I was just living right. in this like. Pattern Pattern of just horrible shit Right You know And then I, So I finally sort of Cleaned it up mm-hmm. And started you, going to did meetings Did you go seek help? Yeah yeah I went clean to, up on your own? No I went to AA Okay And I went okay. there religiously Oh that's I good. went there every day For two years Until I moved to New York And then mm-hmm. I was going there Four times a week In New York Right You find did, um, New York is a great place To get sober Is it? Is it really? Because it's a great place To get high Right. But it's a great place to get sober. Because you have so many So recovery. many options. Just right. so many options. You can catch a meeting at 2 o'clock in the morning. Wow. In New York. Wow. I wouldn't okay. recommend it. Right. <laughs> Unless you're really desperate. Right. Because it gets right. a little crazy in there. Because but, you're uh, getting getting some of everybody. Dude, you're getting like people who are like, sometimes you'll just get straight up homeless people who just know that they can go there and get a coffee and have a warm place to stay in a, in a January night. And sometimes you're getting people... You'll get some people who've got 10 years of sobriety, and they're going there so they can see the homeless person, so they can be reminded that if they pick up a drink again, that's exactly where they're going to be. Yeah, wow. Right? And then there's everything in between there. Sometimes you'll get some violent people. I would not want to be a woman in, in these uh, in these rooms, man. Really? Yeah, because sometimes it's scary as a, as a six-foot-two dude who's 225 pounds. Right. You know, and nobody's trying to fuck me. Right. You know, and, if you're a woman, and it's two a.m. and yeah. you, you might have been, you might be a woman that was you, 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 uh, you had there was an office party and you left because you didn't want to go to that. Yep. But, but you're tempted and you're now walking, yeah. walking through Times Square, seeing right. all these bars. And you're like, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, what, let me go yeah, to, yeah. to the and you're, uh, and meeting. You're, and you're new, and you're, and you, you know, and the chances are, truthfully, you probably don't have to worry about the guy who's shaking and like. You know, in the corner and like saying some violent things and right. just being aggressive, right? Because your spidey senses mm-hmm. alert you immediately to that problem, right? It's the guy that goes, "Watch out for that guy, man. He's a little dangerous. Let me right. walk you to your car." Right. Who? Right. And it's not going to going to rape you at the car, but he's right. going to like slowly but surely right. Right. reel you in, right? When yeah, win your favor exactly, exactly. And, and slide in. Hey, you and then, know what? Here, you, exactly. you take this. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, not even you take well, this. Not even. Just, no, it'll be he's like just trying to get some. Yeah, no, it'll right. be like, oh man, you're so strong and powerful, and you got such mm. a good energy, and just he bullshits his way into your pants. Sounds like most like anywhere comics. in life. <laughs> I was gonna say like most comics, most right. guys that work in uh, corporate America. Exactly. You guys, exactly. Uh, yeah. If you're a woman. You just you know you can never let your guard down. Right. Right. Well, uh, I'm, but I'm, they also have women's meetings and stuff like that. Right. Okay. Um, in okay. AA, so I don't want to dissuade anybody from uh, from going. I'm just saying, you, if, if there's any ladies out there listening, but you just you definitely have to have your wits about you and your sense about you. Of course. Just because you walk into a place that seems safer than a bar. Doesn't mean you can let your guard down. Of course, of course. Well, I'm I'm glad. And you said twelve years coming up. Yeah, coming up on twelve years, man. I, as 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 someone, I've known you 
I, I think all yeah. all of that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't, and I had no idea until you told me earlier yeah. this week. So well, if I'm, I was still you drinking, know. you'd know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm 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 always happy uh, yeah. happy to hear um that someone has has found found their 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 path um and been able to clean up there and they're still surviving, you know. Yeah, oh yeah. Which yeah. metaphorically I mean, generally speaking and I shit on sobriety a lot being boring and everything like right, that. Right, right, right. Because it is. Yeah, I, I, um, I and I get and people always look every everywhere we go um, Harris makes a joke of we right. were hanging out with the Dario. He's like, "Yeah, Dean will take. Dean is gonna take uh, some some Kool Aid." I'm like, "I'm like, you know, you're my friend, and I don't." And then he's also the first person to defend uh, defend me and, because and when somebody else starts. Well, yeah, yeah, it. because like uh, we sat down, like we ran into another comic, Tom D- Tom Dario came yeah. out on uh, on Monday, and we hung out. Uh, with him, and they were uh, smoking cigars at at this bar in the in the casino, and the you know the waitress comes, and I, I usually order a ginger a, a ginger ale, I call it pineapple and ginger ale, which is right. uh, uh, Sean that used to work at Stand Up New York put me onto that drink because oh, nice. I was always getting Shirley Temples. Right, right. I just I, I I'm not big. I don't drink a lot of soda either, but I'm right. like oh you know what I'll, I like I like the ginger ale in the back background. Yeah, right, you know, right, right. so um. So anytime I order that, waits waitresses and other people are like, "Oh, well, really?" And he's like, "Yo, but you can you can be yourself. Don't feel self conscious. He's not because I don't judge. I don't right. I don't care. Yeah, I, yeah. I, in, in, in order to judge, I'd have to care, and I just don't. And I'm at a point now where it's like you can drink in front of me. You right. can do whatever in front right. of me. I don't care. Like, right. I'm comfortable. It doesn't matter." I'm pro- if I leave, it's because I just want to leave. Right. It's not even it's because out. you know. Yeah, it's just I'm right. tired or whatever. You know, right. you know. I got. I'd, I'd rather go home and you know watch something on Netflix. Right. You know. Right. Well, you get you you get to you get to a certain age too. You just realize. Um, even la- like last night uh, after the show, Harris and I, we actually just sat at a um, at a slot machine. Kicking it. We didn't even. We didn't even go. I don't feel like going to the bar and yelling uh-huh. and and people smoking, getting the yeah. smoking. Uh, so we just sat. I think he was smoking a cigarette, maybe, uh-huh. and then we just kicked it. And people watched. And and then afterwards, we we maybe did a lap or two right. and, and came and and. It's a good thing. I never even thought to do that. Yeah. Just sit there and just, talk just, yeah. and watch. And you know what? If you want to put twenty dollars in and casually hit it right. once in a while, right. Right. Not, those aren't designed for that, but no, right, right, no. But, <laughs> but gambling isn't my problem, right? Uh, and, and so, so we got so comfortable. I was thinking security was going to come and say, "Yeah, if you guys aren't playing, um, right, kind of, you got to leave." But right. no, they they were fine because we weren't bothering anybody. Right, we, we right. weren't there's, laughing. There's probably enough vacancies. Right, right. <laughs> right. You know, and it was a Friday night, so no one, no one cared about these two guys sitting, right. not bothering anyone. You I know? put ten bucks in a Simpsons one last night. Oh, did you? And my wife Julia brought my kid over on the carpet. I'm like, don't even do it. Right. right don't even right, do right. it. Before she could even get to me, somebody swooped in. It was like, get the kid out of the carpet. Dig it. Dig it. Seconds. But they didn't ask her name. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I've never I'm like, caused you can't take a kid two. in a family. Right. I have never caused so much trouble somewhere. Oh, dude. You know? Dude. Yeah. It's it's watch out for the Moses kid. <laughs> 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 you know, um, when did you move to New York and really start going at this full time? After the housing crisis, okay. the 2008 collapse, I was like, whatever, time to sleep on couches. Okay. And so I, I did that um, then and have been, 
you know, I just moved to Jersey two years ago mm-hmm. because, you know, bought a house, had a kid, all that stuff. Right, right, right. But, right. but other than that, when I first moved to New York, I was sleeping in a futon in a hallway mm-hmm. with uh, Marshall Brandon and Artie Rob. Marshall Robb. Brandon, okay. Oh, man, those The guys. Connecticut crew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are my guys. Yeah. Those guys crushed a lot of pussy in, uh, <laughs> in that one bedroom In the, in the hallway? No, I was... <laughs> you were in the what hallway. What separated dude. me, I was in the hallway, and right. we, like, walled off the living room area to make okay. another bedroom. Uh, and the guy okay. upstairs didn't care about it. I framed the wall because I've got a little bit of ability. Okay. I was like, dude, Artie, all you got to do is put up some sheetrock, uh-huh. and you're good. Right. And he was like, yeah, okay, it's no problem. And he just hung a sheet. That, that was stayed there for eight months. It wasn't months. sheet rock. It was just it was a sheet. sheet. Yeah, sheet. No rock. <laughs> and and that sheet just stayed there. And you know he would crush chicks back right. there with nothing separating us, but but like a sheet. But, it was like a, but cotton. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> and it wasn't even cotton, probably. Right, right, right. right. And then uh, I remember Terry Hodges was there one day. Why was Terry Hodges like? I'm I'm trying to see. He the... had to sleep somewhere because he was closer to JFK. Okay. You know, because we were okay. out in Canarsie and. Okay. Um, um, you know, he had a, f- a three-over layover, so he just sat in the kitchen because there was literally nowhere else to go. So we were up talking to Terry Hodges till three in the morning <laughs> while Artie's smashing. Yeah, and then Artie gets up and he leaves. Uh-huh. And one of the girls—I shouldn't even tell the story. <laughs> Artie won't listen. So Too late. Artie, Artie, Artie had a girl You're down over. the rabbit hole now. We used to call her Escalade. Because she was so big, uh, and the reason Artie would smash her is because he'd get rent money out of her. Oh man! <laughs> oh God, forgive me. Oh God. So, <laughs> so, so Terry Hodges is there, and Artie gets up and leaves, and he goes, "What?" And then you just hear moans, and he goes, "What kind of disrespectful bitch gets smashed behind a bed sheet?" <laughs> Terry said, "Yeah, that? yeah." It's loud enough for everybody to hear, and then, and then at one point, there was a centipede. <laughs> Crawling across the kitchen, and Terry Hodges gets up on the weight bench where he would have been sleeping, <laughs> and he's up on like all fours, and he goes, "Arne, send your girl in the kitchen so I can use her face to scare away this centipede." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, come on, dude. Oh, it's hilarious, but right. this girl's just sitting yeah, here, and dude. you're a guest in this right. horrible, horrible right. house. You're you a know? layover. This yeah, is a layover, man. man. You got respect. Yeah, don't fuck up this guy's rent. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh wow, that's uh, as you say that. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Some of the best stories I think uh, entertainers and comics have are when it, when everyone's broke. Oh yeah, because you're left to your own vices to do what you got to do to make yep. to get by. Yep. And and everyone's in the same struggle, so there's there's it's exactly. all without judgment. Yeah, and it's also it's like for the most well, I can't even say that. Never mind. I was gonna say everybody's a little younger. Artie in this story is fifty. Right. Artie's never been young. Yeah, Artie has never <laughs> been young. I've done the guy for fifteen years. He's right. never been young. Artie, Rob, <laughs> LeBron James, and Eddie Levert of the OJs yeah. have always been old. <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. So so you um what what um. I'm, I'm laughing because that's actually funny, and now I'm filing. That's a yeah. funny reference. The OJ's, LeBron, oh yeah, Lever- yeah, and one other name, um, because the comic mind is always working. Uh-huh. Uh, so, at what point do you decide here? I'm going to, I'm going to have a baby. In order to get married and have a child in this, mm-hmm. you have to. That that's a leap of faith. Oh man, in and so, of itself. So I had, um, I had met my my uh, my wife is actually in recovery too, and we had met. Okay. You know, through that, and we started. So you were the guy. Time. Hey, you know, you gotta, you know, no, I'm just no, no, no. I'm just I'm just we were, uh, we were both two years sober. Okay. And they say in AA, don't 
date anybody for the first year, which is bullshit. Everybody, I mean, it's probably good advice, but nobody takes it. But um, right. but, but there was she was the first person I dated. One other chick. This uh, I went on a couple of days with this stripper chick. <laughs> it didn't work out. Okay. Um, Surprise. Right. Right. And my wife, my wife was, uh, so me and my wife, you know, we were dating a while. I move in. And then um, I recorded my first album. Mm-hmm. And and that went good. And, you know, with that album, I got management and the agent and everything like that. And, oh, that's you know, good. That's real good. Yeah, and then some money started coming in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, let's celebrate and get married. Oh, that's dope. And have a kid. And, but it, uh, you know, it always helps when you have some 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 stream stream of income coming sure, in. Sure, yeah, It yeah. makes it comfortable. There's comfort to it, saying, you know, oh, I can afford to. Have right, a but then it was also because my wife is very successful in her field. Okay, and the, but it was also like, oh, look, everybody, see, I'm not just using her. Okay, okay. you know, I'm gonna show everybody. Right. Okay. Let's get married. Right. And uh, so then we got married and had a kid, and you know, and then I, I'm home with the kid a lot, okay. and uh, things have slowed right down. <laughs> <laughs> But you're in it. Yeah. You're in Atlantic City, so yeah, you're all yeah, working. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, and then like you never, never, ever, ever, which because when I when I'm when I'm getting married and having the kid, mm-hmm. everybody is like, "What are you doing, dude? Right. Like now is the time that you got to strike out. Like you're just now, like you're just beginning to get a little bit of heat bubble, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Nah, nobody tells me what to do. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> John, what are you doing? You're moving away from New York to live in the Jersey? Right. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, it's crazy? Nobody tells me what to do. Right. right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you found living in, in uh, Jersey also offers you sort of uh, uh, um, some solitude? Well, that's it, man. It's, you know, it's, it's good and it's bad. It's bad right. because it's like, even if I want to go and just hang out and screw around, mm-hmm. you know, I'm an hour and a half outside of the city and, you know, and 60 bucks gas and tolls, right? Right. And, right. you know, so sometimes it's hard to motivate. Right, you know? right. Like, for what? To get up somewhere, run a joke, and then go hang out at the cellar? You know, it's like, eh. Right. Um, but... Also, it's beautiful just pulling in, like coming from Brooklyn, where you had to park four blocks away from your house, and if the car gets broken into at night, right, and your car alarm's going off, somebody's gonna break a window that isn't broken, right, and the, and, and you just, you, it just is what it is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. It's so like we got a beautiful house, okay, for what we would have been paying for rent for a much smaller apartment. Mm-hmm. And our More own space. space, and we got it's a great school system and everything like that. All the things that you want for your family and your kids, right? You know, we don't got Montessori money. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> it's funny. Although she did go to it like a three-year-old Montessori, hey, whatever it takes. And then we pulled her out because hey, it was start, too crazy. Started it, <laughs> right, right, right. Got the foundation. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Two months worth. <laughs> Two months worth of her right. using an adult knife. Right, yeah. right. That's funny. And uh, so it's you know so that part of it's great, but mm-hmm. you know I'm figuring out the balance. Right. Well, you know, that's I mean I think that's in in the industry we're in is all about balance and and figuring out what's what's most comfortable for you and in right. your case you and your family. Right. And, and right. Right. I think it's dope that you were able to bring your family, um, you know, on this road gig. Which I I, I it's funny I I saluted because the first day you said is your family with you or are you driving back? I was like, oh no, nah, I, I rode with Harris. <laughs> yeah, but, my, but, Harris, my brother. <laughs> yeah, but but my right, but but. The the girls are old enough now. The right. family's old enough now to where right. they they they're like, no, go go. You're right. not going far. And if 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 I had to rush back for yeah. whatever uh, you can do emergency, I could totally well, like, do that. Last month I was in Minnesota. It doesn't make sense for you to come. 
you know, because right, right, you know what I'm saying. But if it's like if it's within like a driving distance and mm-hmm. there's a decent hotel, right, then they're, you know, then they're gonna come. And if it's especially if it's two or three days, well, then cool, yeah, we'll go and right. then we'll we'll hit whatever family park is around there. Mm-hmm. But you know, because they're they're often they can't, you know, because right. so so that's it. I just try and take advantage of that. Right now, um, you said you had you're working on a, a particular show. Oh that yeah, we, I didn't want to um, talk about, but you have a couple of things in the. Oh yeah, yeah, I got, I got, I got uh, one podcast that I'm that I'm uh, doing right now. That's you know, it's it's still it's still in the uh, gestation. Yes, <laughs> right. yes, uh, and I'm excited about that. I, I also do another podcast with my buddy uh, Owen Bonus. It's uh, Mildest Dreams, where we just talk about being <laughs> sober for a long time. And oh, that's good. Yeah, and it's just like you know, it's cool. Give me the, it's called Mildest Dreams. Yeah, because okay, like in when you first get to. You know, AA, they're always telling you, like, if you just stay sober, mm-hmm. you will live a life beyond your wildest dreams. Mm-hmm. And, like, and the person <laughs> saying that is, like, some lady who's in her 60s living in a basement apartment. Right. Right. <laughs> right? right. So after you've been sober a while, you're like, you know what? Life is good, but it's right. not crazy. It's not you what know? you all promised. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's not what you promised. So right. we, we call it mildest dreams. Okay. And we okay. talk about sobriety. But then me and my buddy Chris Clark, who I have mentioned here. Yeah. Um, see snacks are mm-hmm. doing a, a movie review show. Okay, and we basically review a bunch of B movies mm-hmm. that nobody else is reviewing <laughs> that get played on like Netflix and Amazon Prime. Okay, all right. That's so cool. that when you're like hanging out and you're like, "What should I watch?" Right. We're like, "Oh man, this is one that you definitely would have missed, but is awesome." I like or, that. Or we'll be like, "Oh man, this is one that really sucks, and you should definitely not waste your time." You know, have you seen? This is a Netflix one. The reason I say, uh-huh. have you seen the Ritual? No. Look, watch that. That's one. It's 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 in the vein of the Wicker Man, right? Okay. And, and and it's one of these movies that I was home, wife and I. We were like, yeah, let's try it. We watched it. We were That's like, exactly oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That, that this is what happened. Right. You know, and, and uh, not to sway one one way or the other as far as the opinion, but. You'll see it, and and you'll see why I brought it up. But that's that that's that, along that's the lines exactly of the it. type of Chris movie. Used to, I went to film school. You okay. know, a thousand years ago, we both did. Uh, we share that. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Um, and Chris used to bootleg movies. Mm-hmm. You know, that was his like side his hustle. hustle. Okay. And he would always give me a free stack of movies. Uh-huh. And it would be like whatever you wanted to see, but then he'd always throw in two or three. Where you'd be like, You're like I didn't know Shamar Moore was in a science fiction yeah, movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And one of them would be straight garbage, uh-huh. but the other two would be like, oh, dude, this is actually pretty awesome. Right. Chris gave me Taken. Taken, okay. Two years before it was in the theater here. And he was like, dude, oh, you got to check this movie out. And um, another one that he gave me was um, this chick with like Rosario Dawson's, like one of her first movies where she's fighting other chicks. Fight chick. Fight. Uh, 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 fight. Not I'm thinking not Rosario. I'm thinking right. Michelle Rodriguez. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, but that but that movie was awesome. Oh, I can't believe I'm Girl I'm Fight on the was, was Michelle Rodriguez. No, this is not movie. Girl Fight. This right. is like a weird sci-fi type oh, of. Okay. But it was awesome. Okay. And I was like, dude, where do you find this stuff? Right. And that's when the the show was was born out of that. So we that's, we watch a I bunch like of crazy idea. movies, like and uh, we watch this movie. It's this Indian movie called Bao Bale. Bao Bale. Bao Bale. Okay. And it is like. The Bollywood gladiator. Okay. It is 
and it's an awesome movie. Really? Even though, like, if when you read the subtitles, it's ridiculous. Do they dance? Because those of course they always... dance. Okay. There's a vi- there's like a music video every twenty minutes in, and it's uh, like a two and a half hour movie. And the right. first forty minutes of the movie is like I'm I'm watching it. I'm like, this is horrible. Uh-huh. But the last forty minutes of that movie is awesome. How do you spell Bao? Like Bao Bali, B A H U B A L I. Bahu Bali. Okay. Yep. No good. I, I because you said it. Yep. Hey, everybody that's listening, go check out Bahu Bali. The thing is, it's a it's a huge movie, like over In there, Asia. right? You know? Okay. It's, you know, it's like you know a global blockbuster. Oh wow. And even other countries, like it's been translated to Russian. Uh huh. Like everybody knows about this movie except North America. Well, because we're Arab yeah, Americans. Of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> I don't, you, I, don't go gotta, to, I gotta read. Yeah, I go exactly. to movies. I don't go to movies to read. All right. right. If I wanted to read, I would have got the book. Right. Right. Ugh. So um, no, that's uh, no, I I like that idea, and that's the, the, the you can I can see that on. Uh, have y'all thought about? I mean, look, I'm I've just put on my producer hat. Have you thought about selling that to Netflix? But I guess of that course that, would, we, we have. that might affect their bottom line because some of those movies, <laughs> right? People so sell sell it to Amazon, <laughs> but only yeah, watch yeah, yeah. Netflix movies. Right, right. Well, funny. that's it. Then we're like, well, maybe we could just put it on Amazon Prime. Then we're like, oh, then we got a sponge because we watched a few Netflix originals. Mm-hmm. As they came out, right, and put them up immediately, right, right. Um, but yeah, so of course we want to do all of those things, okay. And okay. Um, but but we just started doing that, and that's that's a lot of fun. Can people's are are they on YouTube? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's, What's it's, the uh, channel? It's just B movies. Just B movies. Yep. If you Google John Moses B movies, John Moses B it'll movies. come up. Okay. And I didn't ask. Um, I think it's at B movies yo like. Okay. On YouTube, okay. at B Movies. No, that's that's our Facebook, at B Movies. Yeah. Okay. But, but if you Google John Moses and B Movies, it comes right up. Yeah. It's gonna come up. What else do you have uh, coming up? I, I always like uh, want people to plug their their upcoming dates if they have any. Oh, you know what? I'm in uh, I'm in Saratoga Springs in May. Okay. So okay. Uh, I think it's May 11th, 12th. Okay. Okay. And yeah. and you're you're still daddying it, still yes. husband and daddying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More. <laughs> More in the future, in the direct future, I'll be at the pool at the Borgata right, with right, my right. wife within, and daughter. Within about an hour. <laughs> yeah, 3 p.m., 3 to 4. Uh, you can catch me at uh, at Jersey Mike's um, <laughs> yeah. down the road because uh, yeah. Harris just uh, hit me. He was like, yo, we going to Jersey Mike's? Because uh, he got his check. He's like, yo, I want to deposit my check, and then we go <laughs> to Jersey Mike's. <laughs> I'm so I didn't want to be the first one. <laughs> I'll deposit my check and go to the outlets. Good word, word. <laughs> um, uh, well, yo, Jai, we appreciate you coming. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks for having me, dude. About the living room while you, we on and the it's road. Been a, it's been a real fun week and a great week watching you guys crush while I uh, flounder. Well, here's the thing. The audience, these, these are weird shows. I, I go into doing these cruise ships has made it easier for me because right. I've done shows where... 92% of the audience is silver hair. It's 92. Hair. It's 92 and better, <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So so this this is uh this is not okay. uh, hard lifting for me. So after one sh- after the show Monday and it's Friday, it's Saturday now. So right. we've been here a week and after the show Monday night this lady comes up and she goes, "You were great, oh. Dean." And then she goes to Harris, "You were great." And then she turned to me and she goes, you need a whole new act. Oh, dude. <laughs> when she said that, I was like, yo. Dude, dude, and Harris laughed at my face. Yeah. Which is, exa- <laughs> <laughs> which is exactly what I would have done had right. it been the right. other way around. You know? Well, that's because that's what we do. Comics, right. we, we don't, we, you know, we're, we're unrelenting because we're like, well, you know what? You either, you either figure it out or, or you fall by the wayside. Exactly. And- 
Exactly. And this ain't for you, you know. And and seven nights of this, we have one more show tonight. Um, so y'all make sure you come and uh and check us out. Plug in my dates. I just realized, um, you can catch me. I'm coming back to uh Acme Comedy Company, and uh, I don't know why I just opened that up, but I'm coming back to Acme in uh in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Y'all can catch me in early June. I will be out there. Actually, they do a long run, June 5th through June 9th. I'll be at the Acme Comedy uh Company in Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and hopefully fill in some dates uh between because. Otherwise, uh, we're going to have some financial issues if we don't <laughs> pick something up in May. Yeah. And, and we still have a couple of weeks left in April. So uh, uh, to uh, my agents at the Gersh Agency, get on it because um, I know you listen. <laughs> and what's your social media? Oh, at John Moses on Twitter, comedian John Moses everywhere else. Oh, okay. What made, why the change? Did you? I was the first one on Twitter. Oh, okay. And then, you know, by the time I got to Instagram and Facebook, like the fan page thing, gotcha. John Moses. Got you. I get a friend request from a different John Moses about once every two months. Oh, dude, I I know a couple of different Dean Edwards now. Right. One, you know, in England and the skateboarder and the chef. You know, right, so there are right. a bunch of them. Are you the best? I'm the only black one. Ah, the only black one. <laughs> there you go. You know, best is relative, but I am right. the only chocolatey hued. Right, right, right. Uh, yo, man, is your man Dean Edwards? Yo, thanks for. Did I drop any protocol? I'm trying to think. Um, science wise, did we drop? I'm sure there were jewels of 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 science because I always like to point out one particular uh, word of wisdom because a a lot of newer comics mm. will listen out, and we we were just rolling. So I'm like, I'm, I know oh, I, there were. I, I got one. I got go ahead, one. Go ahead. Take care of the wait staff. Boom. Because yes, sir. Yes, because sir. eventually that waitress that you're hitting on, hmm. stiffing, right. leaving a fucking mess for the green room, uh-huh. might be managing that club. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even if they don't, they the, people don't realize the the staff are responsible for bringing you back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're the ones that, that story you told me, you know, when we were having dinner the other night uh, about your buddy who shall probably remain remain uh-huh, nameless, uh-huh, uh-huh. who uh, you picked up and he started talking crazy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I'm still I'm, I'm still drawing a blank because I just yap all the time. You don't have yeah. to say a name. Where did I did I see where I was? Uh, Sacramento, Pasadena. Oh yeah, yeah, Hello. yeah. That which which actually blocked me me from going back. I yeah. brought him to feature, and he said the wrong thing to the uh, to the manager who was nice enough to pick up pick him up from the uh, bus station. Right. And I ha- I haven't been back to that club right since then. Right. So yeah, it's, it's, it's poorly yeah, on you. Yeah. Yeah, man, and, and um, yeah, you never know. But the the, the you got to think this way, right? Um, whether it's a club in in a major city that you know it's just one of you know ten clubs that you bounce around, or it's a club that you go to on the road. The the wait staff, the staff of the club, they see any and everybody all the time, mm-hmm. five nights if not more per week, and it behooves you. If, if, if they constantly come to the green room and are, sh- are serving you or if if it's just the smile you give them, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you treat them right because they're the ones that, that when when they're booking, they go to the management and say, oh, you know what? I, that, that John Moses, he was a cool guy. He, yep. cool, he was funny, but he was, he was nice. Right, right, right. You know, because right. we're in an industry where relationships are so important. Absolutely. Um... And, and, and there are so many funny people out there. And yeah. sometimes the difference between you getting booked and somebody else is that guy was an asshole yep. and you're not. Yep. 
So listen, don't be an asshole. Right. That's that's the protocol for this week, man. It's your man Dean Edwards. Thanks again, John. Oh, thanks for having me, man. All love. Two fingers. We'll catch y'all next time. Leave leave a message on on uh, SoundCloud or iTunes. You know where to find me at I am Dean Edwards on my social media. And yo, we'll, we'll catch y'all next week. All right. All love. Two fingers. Easy. <laughs>